Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. And this is Amir. And welcome back to the show. We are officially into season 14 now. After our season 14 premiere when we went to go see Lona Shore, I still fucking love that show. And I also love that we actually got to fucking sit down. And yeah. I have to stand for four, five, six hours straight. That was a nice welcome change for once. Yeah, and what a way to end the last concert of 2022. Because we don't have another show until, like, the end of January next year, so... At least we get a little bit of a break in between. But today, uh, Amir, why don't you tell everyone what we're going to be doing, what we're going to listen to today. We're going to be listening to the first part of what's going to be a double album from Chelsea Grin. We're going to be listening to Suffer in Hell. Now, we do plan when Suffer in Heaven comes out to record that as well. We're going to go back. We're going to get a refresher on it. So today, it's just going to be our initial reaction, but we are going to go back eventually record the album again in full once they release the second part so that we can see if our opinions are the same, if something changed, you know. Definitely, so whenever, because um, Suffer in Heaven, which is part two, that's not coming out until March next year, of 2023, as of right now, it's November 14th, 2022. Happy birthday, Mom, love you so much. It's going to be at least a good three, four months before we even get to part two. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to be doing so much more listening to music and shit. This album's going to like be in our rearview mirror by that point. So that's why we're going to come back and eventually listen to it again. But maybe this time, maybe uh, maybe next time we'll actually split it up into uh, another part again where we can do part two as well. Yeah. Or maybe we can listen to, we can just go back and listen to the whole album again off recording. That way we can be refreshed and then we can go straight into part two and have like that fresh have that fresh on our minds right. and then we could do like a direct comparison between the two but anyway let's not waste any more time so uh it's only it's gonna be a pretty short episode today it's only eight tracks on part one there's also eight tracks on part two which will be coming out in march so there's 16 tracks total we're gonna do the first eight today so let's start off with track number one it's called origin of sin now i think origin of sin is like one of the tracks that me and you listen to together yeah, I think so. It was this one and uh, and the the Ignis track, which I was a really big fan of. What the hell is up with this music video? It's fucking creepy looking. Getting like some fucking Matrix vibes in here or something. The entrance of like the the, the intro of it is just so fucking cool. Find preserve. I know, you hear that? It sounds like something out of a horror movie. I think that's what I like about it. Like, the, uh, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It sounds like a, like, like suspense and, like, like a fucking chase scene is gonna happen or something. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about that. This song has more death metal vibe than it does death core. Mm-hmm. Death core is more chunky, very like riff driven with the breakdown and stuff. This is 
You'll find some hidden gems here, here, here and there every once in a while. Lorna Shore being one of them. Lorna Shore, Whitechapel still does a great job of it. Oh, oh hell they yeah. really changed their style over the years, so I wouldn't really consider their best for anymore. This this song sounds fucking awesome. Video though, what is that? I have no fucking idea. I think you're right. I think it is like the Matrix, dude. I'll tell you this though. It's probably going to be another year or two before White Chapel releases another album, but I hope they go in the same direction that they've been going, that they went with Ken, where where you have a mixture of both because they they've only briefly experimented with Phil's cleans on the last two albums, whereas Ken they decided to embrace it and actually use it more along with his you know his heaviness, and honestly I hope that's the direction they keep going. Sounds good. I'm still like baffled by what the hell I'm seeing, but yeah, I have no fucking clue what their video is. <laughs> it's definitely some Matrix shit. Like right there, that's like straight out of Matrix shit right there. Dude, that was a great ass song, but that music video was throwing me off. Like, I had no idea what the hell was going on. You and me both. I have no fucking. Jeez. Whew. Okay. Pretty good start. Pretty good start to part one. So let's move on to track number two. This one's this is the last single they released, I believe. It's called Forever Boom, and it's featuring Trevor from Black Dolly Murder before he passed. Still sad. It was a good little, good little tribute track that they did with him I'm really happy that they're going to continue and that they're not bringing someone from the outside in to replace him that, that takes a fucking lot to do like the ghost inside when they had their accident they yeah. would have like go through that experience they could have called it quits for good and to say like no nah, we're going to come out like we're going to come out stronger than this or you know we got something to prove to the fans so many bands, bro, so many concerts we've been we've been to, they have dedicated songs to Trevor. He was just such a big impact on the Deathcore community, man. Oh yeah, definitely. What was it? Um when we went to see Thy Art, they uh, they, they everyone there did a shout out to Trevor. Because he had recently passed yeah, he, yeah, it was like literally like a month or so. Before we went to that show, even uh, the Warner Shore concert, 
Yeah, they, they dedicated one of those songs to. Yeah, they dedicated to Trevor too. Like it, it's so nice to still to to have those little moments like that. It shows. And I'm honestly sad that we we weren't able to at least get an album with him on the on the show before he passed. But because I'm just happy that this this didn't turn out like another power trip situation where, you know, I didn't discover a great band until like after their vocalist had passed away. Right. Like I I, don't, I hate having moments like that. Whereas you know obviously that wasn't the case with Black Dahlia because you know I, we've known about them for years and we listened to their music for a while up until that point but. It's really bold what they're doing with, uh, with bringing, you know, what was it? Their their guitarist or their bassist who's stepping in on vocal duty? I think it was their guitarist. Yeah, their their guitarist that's there is stepping up to vocal duty, and then there is a, a touring guitarist that they had used for that they did for touring for about I want to say like a decade, something like that, five ten years. They they're gonna bring him back into the band as a permanent guitarist now, while their current guitarist is moving up on vocal duties. So they're keeping everything in house. And honestly, that's like that's like a bold decision to make. But honestly, though, I think it's good, and I'm interested to see where they go because I'm pretty sure they're gonna be recording new music sometime in the near future. They're, they're gonna take the world by storm with that comeback. And I'm pretty sure that their, you know, their first album with their, with their current new vocalist now, I know the album's gonna be a dedication to Trevor. Easily, dude. It's gonna be an emotional album. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, let's move on to f- this track number two. It's Forever Bloom, and it's featuring Trevor from the late Trevor Strand Snad. How do you say his last name? Uh, I think you said it. Sternard? I, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> it's uh, kind of a hard name. God, Trevor, why'd you have to have a crazy last name? Trevor Schnad? Schna- I have no clue. Anyway, it's... Trevor. Black Trevor. Black Dahlia. Trevor Black Dahlia. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Forever Bloom. Why did, for a second, why did that guy look like Alex Terrible? Playing some role playing shit. They're fucking LARPing, that's what they're doing for the music video. Did they actually get Trevor in this video? (laughs) Everyone's trying to like message me. When no one ever wants to damn fucking talk to me whenever. Before I go to work, and then now all of a sudden when I'm trying to do something, everyone's trying to message me. Yeah, I think they are playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, 
I look like a fucking orc from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I guess the Mountain Dew is made to look like uh, like potions and shit like that. Look at that, they even drank it for a potion bottle. Jesus Christ, bro. What is this fucking video? This is a cool track. Once again, the music video is like kind of making me question everything, but it's a good-ass song. Man, that was a short one. What the hell already? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that um that album wasn't really meant to be like a tribute track because you know they probably had uh you know they probably they they obviously had made that before Trevor had passed. But after it, that's probably when they turned it into one. And look, right there it even says, Rest in Peace, Trevor. That was a good track, though. I was really caught up. I was really, like, taken by the fucking D&D shit that was going on in the video. Alright. Let's keep moving along. Track number three. By the way, Rest in Peace, Trevor. We love you, man. Steve, stop texting me. That's it. Hold on. I'm putting on my Do Not Disturb. I think the next track... I'm tired of everyone trying to message me. I think the next track might be one of the longest on the album, actually. If most of the tracks on the album, when we were going through it, looked to be around the three-minute mark, but this one's around the four-minute mark. Right. There we go. Anyway, let's move on with track number three. This is called Deathbed Companion. Oh wow, what a lovely sight, somebody hanging. <laughs> right off the bat. Hey, that picture is straight from Suffering Heaven. I saw that. Yeah, that picture right there, that's straight from the, that's the album cover for Suffering Heaven. Like I was telling you earlier, remember before we started recording, you know, obviously, uh, no matter how great or not so great this album would sound, based on what we've heard so far, we can't consider it in the run-in for 2021 album of the year, though, because technically it's not a full album. This is only part one. If both parts had came out this year, we could have, but this one, unfortunately, we can't. 
That's a very unique vocal stop. Mm -hmm. Though, it's hard to hear him in a lot of places. Yeah. I'm starting to notice that too. All oh, the instruments though, like, are so fucking amazing though. Yeah, the Of course, the camera pans straight down to an ass shot. <laughs> March 17th, Suffering Heaven. Another good track too. But yeah, I, I hear what you were talking about though about how sometimes you can kind of it kind of falls out here and there and you can't sometimes quite catch everything. Yeah, it just gets like a little overpowered by the instruments. Yeah. All right, we have officially reached the halfway point for part one, "Suffering Hell." So track number four, this is called "Crystal Casket." Another hanging body. <laughs> I really think it's going to be the same thing as with Deathbed Companion. Okay. Bit of a chunky riff. There, that's better. Damn, just listen to that. It's like if you die and go to hell, like, this is what you could expect, like, on your entrance there. <laughs> it's just this shit right here.
So you hear that? You hear how it's kind of placed in the background? Yeah. That I'm not really too big of a fan of. I don't like sometimes when bands do that. Like, it doesn't need to be overpowering the instruments, but it needs to be more, you know? Not in the background. It needs to be, it needs to feel like it's closer to you. Like this. You hear how it's like right in your face, but it's not overpowering the, the instruments. That's how it always needs to be. over the halfway point now and now we're going to move on to track number five this one's called flood lungs what kind of a track name is that no expectations i can't wait till we get back to the ignis though that's like probably my favorite track i love that track That sounds kind of faded in the background. It does, yeah. I don't wonder if it's trying to build up the point. Sounds fucking nasty, dude. It does. Also, I just got a notification on my phone. Apparently, it's starting to rain again. See, it's a great song. Nasty ass song. But I don't like how it's one. It switches between vocals being the number one thing to the instrument. But this, it's like every fucking few seconds, one thing overpowers another. Man, you gotta keep it balanced. Let you know right now, man. Even if they were to release the full album, and if the production was like this, it instantly would be disqualified from album production. Yeah. Because, uh, dude, it's not just who has, like, the most popular album, what big band is it. Because Era wanted their 2021 drums. And they we, were, sh- we really should have done one for 2020. And it's just was, we weren't thinking about it. Yeah. That was the album that era started to become known, you know? We could have chose some other popular band. We don't do the most popular. We do, like... We do the album that surprises us the most. That surprises us, to have, like, good replay value. So far, I'm gonna be honest with you, this album doesn't have good replay value. It's mainly just due to the fucking production. It's all over the place, dude. Like you got nasty riffs that you can barely hear. You like hear they're 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 good tracks to listen to, but like they're not maybe playlist material. Yeah. 
but if you hit ground, I'm sure you, you can actually hear it, the brakes, but whatever it does, it blows, it's just in the background, which I don't understand, dude, bring that shit forward, man, fucking take us off the edge of our seat, you know? Yep. But this whole track has felt like mellow, just like drowned out. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's probably the word the words that I would choose. It all kind of sounds like kind of muffled together, I guess yeah, you could say. Exactly. Like that. That's exactly what I was feeling. And and the thing with this, and I, I'm, I think you're gonna agree with me. All the songs we've heard so far. It's like when we were talking about country music earlier, right? <laughs> have you ever noticed with country music, if you listen to an album of country music, have you ever noticed a lot of these fucking songs just like blend together, sound like they're from the same artist? Mm-hmm. This is exactly what's happening on this album. All the songs sound like just one big song that blended together. I was starting to, for, I don't know why, but like for some reason I was starting to get like some, uh, some Devil Wars Prada vibes in there somewhere. On some of these tracks, like uh, what track was it? It was um, I think it was Deathbed Companion. I was starting to get like some some Devil Wars Prada vibes. Like I was starting to get some Zombie Two EP vibes off of uh, off of somewhere in this track. But we just got finished listening to that Brand of Sacrifice single that they released, Exodus, and that was like perfect production, man. That was really fucking good. That was a great song. And then we come to this album, and it's like, dude, I can't even fucking hear you half the time. Or the instruments are too loud in one area, your voice is muffled, everything just sounds blended together. This is like Santa Sonia's first album. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing, man? You know you're better than that. I I don't know, man. So far, this album has just been meh. I will say Origin of Sin, Forever Bloom. That's a good song. Deathbed Companion was pretty decent. Crystal Casket was really good, you said, I believe. But then when it got to here, we're just like, okay. Yeah, Blood like, <laughs> Lungs was not that great of a fucking track. <laughs> but this next track you're about to listen to is my favorite because the first time I heard this, I was like, holy shit, I gotta tell someone about this. But now we're moving on to track number six. This is called The the Isness. I think that's how you say it. And I fucking love this track. Actually, no. Hold on. We're, we're going to switch to the video for this. Forever Bloom with Trevor. Yeah. That was a good track, even though it was really short and 
The D and D thing was kind of throwing me off a little bit. Yeah. You see how all the shots it's like panning in on like all their their different looking guitars. this track. Like, if I heard this at a show, I'd be fucking losing it. Yeah, I'd probably, probably get behind this song. Yeah, if they play Flood Lungs, I'd probably walk off the boat. <laughs> what the hell is this? Two. We got 30 minutes left of recording time, so we're good. So track number seven, this one's called Warningheim, or Him, however people want to say it. Again, with the hanging bodies. Holy shit, you know what I just noticed? Wow. Okay. So you see in the very left corner right there? You see where it looks like a leg? No, but uh, in the very the very bottom left corner of the of the square. You see how it kind of looks like a leg? It looks like I think that's that woman that's on the cover of Suffering Heaven. I think it's literally just cut off right there, and like Suffering Heaven is like literally to the left. So I'm pretty sure when they release it as a double album, it's going to have the whole big picture on there. If I remember that, whenever we go back and listen to part two, I'll have to see if I'll have to see if I remember pointing that out.
That guitar, though. I like the little guitar, little, little guitar thing they have in there. happy to see that not all the tracks are going to be ex like how Flood Lungs was. Yeah. Alright, now we're down to the last track on part one. It's called Suffer in Hell, Suffer in Heaven, which is the title of the whole fucking Double album, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's two minutes. A short track. Short ending track, but then again, this is part one, so I mean... Okay. Makes me wonder now. You know, because this is only part one. Like, which 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 part do you think we're gonna like better? That's an oh man, that's, that's a good ass question. I didn't think about that. Like this, this song is just one giant breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that, man. Crazy, dude. The fucking guitar. Oh, my God. 
Jesus Christ. That's how you end an album. That would be the song I want to hear at a show. That right there is the Chelsea grin that I grew up on. That's what we needed more of, man. I will say, I'll give them credit for putting that at the very end. Yeah. Like, that was that was a solid way to, to end part one of this. We actually didn't take up too much time on that. It was only about 37 minutes. I'm assuming part two will probably be around the same length as well. Out of all the songs that I've heard, Suffering Hell and Suffering Heaven is definitely my number one. I would... Flood Lungs is my least favorite. That's obvious. Of course. Um... I had to pick like a top three. I would say Supper in Hell number one. Uh, I would probably do The Isness at number two. And I, I gotta do Forever Bloom at number three. For Trevor. Because when he came in, his vocals just added like a whole new element to the song. Flood Lungs was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the only track we really disliked. Christo, uh, okay, uh, yeah, that that song we definitely disliked. Um, or, Origin of Sin is an okay track, not my favorite, not my favorite, but it's definitely the longest track, and it's an okay track. Uh, I don't think I'd go back and listen to it like all the time though. Forever Bloom, Suffer in Hell. And the Isness I'd definitely say are playlist worthy. The other tracks are kind of met. Crystal Casket was a pretty decent track. Crystal Casket was a good one. I don't know if I'm making playlist worthy. But we we wouldn't say it's bad though. Yeah. Three out of eight tracks going on the playlist. That's not bad. And then, you know, obviously Origin of Sin and Crystal Casket were decent tracks as well. Warning him was a great track. Warning him was a, was a pretty decent track. So yeah, overall the album wasn't wasn't terrible, but it was any, decent. It was pretty decent. Any stretch of the imagination, you know. But uh, would it be like an album of the year contender when it comes out? Well, that totally depends on the second part. So far, I think me and you can both agree we're liking what we hear, but we need we need a we little need bit more. more. We need a little more. bit more heavy. A little bit more heavy, man. Step I'm it hoping, up a notch. I'm hoping that's what Suffer in Heaven does when that comes out in March. Step it up a notch and just blow our faces off with, with breakdown. Because Suffer in Hell, that whole fucking track, me and you just had that stink <laughs> face. We're like, oh, man, this is brutal, you know? That's and it was two need, minutes. That's what we need more of, man. And, dude, that's why I'm starting to wonder that like, maybe, maybe Suffer in Heaven could be better because, you know, that's crossing the threshold right there. Yeah. Because, like, you know... Nine through like eight through sixteen is like that's crossing the thing to, to part two because you know nine through sixteen is like all it's all straight part two yeah so suffering hell suffering heaven was crossing the threshold yeah and it was and it it crossed it with that song we may so end up what, like in part two more yeah so that's what I'm wondering oh man. If I had to give if I had to give part one a rating, you know, because it's only eight tracks, it's not really a complete record. True, yeah, that's true. Um, I give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, it's a seven. It's not not extraordinary, not bad either. Just suffering hell though. I'll give that one a fucking ten. Kind of in the middle. <laughs> suffering hell though. The track easily the best track on the album. And it's two minutes. 
two minutes long, and they took those two minutes and fucking ran with it. They put as much heaviness behind it as they could. Obviously, my favorite track, though, is still the Isness, just because I fucking fell in love with that track the first time I heard it. But anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and end it there. We want to appreciate you all for listening. And look forward to part two in March next year. You know, it's the middle of November as of the time we are hearing this. So, um, it's going to be a couple months before you hear us listen to part two. So, we want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you all as we continue with season 14.